Welcome to Love Life with Court, the podcast that empowers you to get your shit together one aha moment at a time. I'm your host, Courtney Irving, and without further ado, let's get started on today's podcast. Hi, lovelies. It's your girl, Courtney, from Love Life with Court, and today we are going to be talking about setting incremental goals. Last week, we touched on bucket filling, and I briefly talked about in order to fill those buckets, we need to make sure that we're setting manageable goals that are realistic but also get us to our desired reality and our desired life. Very off topic, but I really am excited to talk to you guys about. It's kind of really influenced this podcast, honestly. It was something that I set a goal for myself to start this podcast. And about a month and a half ago, I deleted all my social media. Like, I mean everything. Uh, Your girl got rid of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Like, I had them all and I deleted them all, especially TikTok. So I deleted it all because I really, I hadn't started this podcast yet. I kept saying that I wanted to start the podcast, but I wasn't doing the work that needed to go into doing and starting the podcast. And then that was mainly my main goal was I wasn't going to download it again until I got my podcast up and going, but really it was kind of more just I wanted to get my shit together. And that is so much easier said than done, but I really feel that deleting my social media really has helped me. I have downloaded it again as of recently, but I don't do any mindless scrolling anymore. I really only use it to have a presence as opposed to an involvement um, so that I'm able to share my podcast and you know, how my life is going and how my manifestation journey is going, how my weight loss journey and my lifestyle journey is going. But anyways, getting back to why I did this all. So I did go exactly 30 days, no social media whatsoever. Like even my messengers, I deleted everything. And it was amazing to see how much more I was enjoying life. I wasn't taking photos anymore just for the fact of being able to share what I was doing with others. I was just enjoying the moment. And also my attention span grew so much. Like we went on a road trip and typically... I likely would have been on my phone for 50% at least of that time during the road trip, but it was so nice to just look outside and talk with my partner and it was it's just been such an amazing journey and realizing that how much I would just I would grab my phone, swipe to the screen that I typically had all my apps on and go and click where my apps used to be. It was I was really realizing how much of a reliance that I was having on social media. So if you are able to do a 30 day cleanse or even a one week cleanse from social media, I so strongly recommend it. I think we fall into such a pattern with social media And the fact that so many other people have such an involvement with social media that we kind of excuse the amount of time we spend. And that also was a huge reason is every time I wanted to work on a podcast or work on myself or clean the house, I would first reward myself before actually doing anything. I would 
like, okay, I'm just going to sit down and scroll on TikTok for a little bit and then I'll get up and clean or whatever my task was. And then the entire time I was realizing all these times that I would say, okay, just five more minutes. Sometimes I would spend, like it's so bad to even say it out loud, but an hour sitting, mindlessly scrolling, not realizing how much time I was wasting. So my overall screen time decreased a lot. And honestly, I just, I so strongly recommend it to everybody to just try it because it had so many benefits for me. And now that I have downloaded again, because like I said, I do want to have a presence on social media because especially having a podcast, I want to have a platform that I can advertise it on. But I'm no longer mindlessly scrolling. I haven't haven't scrolled at all on any social media platforms. Um, So yeah, I really strongly recommend it to everybody to do this. Very much so. It was amazing. It was such an eye-opener. Okay, so that was my talk of the day, very off-topic about strongly recommending a social media cleanse. Whether it's a week or 30 days, I strongly suggest it to anybody. I think you'll have a lot of eye-opening and like I like to say, aha moments while you're doing this. But let's get to the juice of today's podcast. So last week we talked about bucket filling. If you didn't have a chance to listen, I really strongly recommend you check this podcast out. It talks a lot about setting achievable goals and also recognizing the intentions behind your goals. And that really incorporates what we're going to be talking about today, which like I said, is setting incremental goals for yourself. So the way I like to look at reaching your goals, setting goals with intentions is metaphorically always opt to take the stairs. When we are working on our physical body, whenever there's an elevator or the stairs, when you want to have good intentions for your health, you're going to opt to take the stairs. And I say the same thing about setting goals for yourself. Forget the elevator because you're missing really important steps along the way and skipping the steps that are the most crucial and take the stairs, girl, because I promise you it'll be much worth it. So I'm sure all of you listening have somewhat an intention, intention, sorry, of what you want your life to look like. And when you're setting goals, this is where I say, check out my previous podcast about bucket filling because it will really help you in identifying what goals are crucial for me to be happy and live a good life. And you'll know what I'm talking about once you check out that podcast. But if you're unsure or you don't have the time to check out my last podcast, which is completely okay, I would suggest doing a scripting exercise and what this exercise looks like. There's so many different ways you can approach it, but what I do for a scripting exercise is journaling. I strongly recommend journaling to everyone. Honestly, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite because that's definitely something I fall in and out of and it's something I wish I was more consistent with. But when it comes to setting my goals and really recognizing where do I want to go next, I rely on my journal to do that. And what I'll do for a scripting exercise is I will put the date a year from the day that I'm writing in my journal. So for example, today I'm doing my podcast on September 
9th, I think it is. And uh, it's 2023. So what I would do is put September 9th, 2024. And I would journal as if everything that I am manifesting is currently in my reality. For example, let's say your goal right now is to get a higher paying job or you want to be in a healthier environment when it comes to your career. Or if it's your health, you want to be living a healthier lifestyle. So you're going to write this journal as if you're already doing that. So if it's in terms of a healthier lifestyle, you would say this morning, I went for a run, I had a great breakfast, and just really identifying what you want your best day to look like and what your body would look like, what your surroundings would look like, who the people you are surrounding yourself with, and so forth, depending on what your current goal is. And if you don't know what your goal is, just starting to write will really help you in identifying that. So start with a scripting exercise if you don't really know what goal you want to set or identify. And also think about what do you truly desire? What does your dream life look like? And this also embodies what the visualization of manifestation is. So there's so many. Honestly, every time I do a workout, I end my workout with a visualization meditation. And there are so many guided visualization meditations on YouTube that I strongly suggest you all check out because whether you have 10 minutes to allocate for this or 20 minutes to allocate, visualization plays such a key role in manifestation and it has been proven through studies that one hour of visualization is equivalent to seven hours of physical contribution. Now this is not to say to stop doing that physical contribution but how amazing is it that if you spent 10 minutes each every day six days a week doing practicing visualization, that is equivalent to seven hours of physical contribution towards your goal. Now, again, I'm not saying don't do any of the physical contribution, but let's say you need to spend 14 hours towards your goal each week based on what your goal is. If you could do one hour of visualization to continue to work towards that goal that's equivalent to seven hours, Isn't that pretty dandy? I think it is. So let's continue to identify incremental goals. So what an incremental goal is are the actions that drive you towards your aspirations. So your end goal is your aspiration. Now what actions do you need to do to get to that end goal? When you set a goal for yourself, that shouldn't be your next thing to achieve. It should be where you want to be at the end after all your contributions and your actions have transpired and now you are where you want to be. So incremental goals are often small and repetitive and habitual. And you have to be in some way connected to your aspiration. And these incremental goals at the same time need to be connected to your aspirations to be sustainable. So let me give you an example in terms of my healthy lifestyle and how I've achieved 
little over 90 pounds of weight loss is if I was just to say, okay, my next goal is to lose 90 pounds. That is not an incremental goal. That is my end goal. And what actions do I need to take to get there? Well, an incremental goal to reach my end goal of losing 90 pounds could be starting to recognize what I'm eating and putting my intentions into what I'm eating and cutting out the things that do not benefit my healthy lifestyle. So for me, a big thing when I started my weight loss was cutting out gluten. So that was my first incremental goal was a, was to be able to cut out gluten every day. And this was, for me, it was big, but in the grand scheme of losing 90 pounds, it was a small goal that I was able to do repetitively and it was became a habitual goal as well. So Try to, once you identify your goal, try to look at it like, okay, what are small, little, tiny things that I could do? Maybe this could take a week of repetitive and habitual um, goals or actions, sorry, that can get you to an incremental goal. And then you can reevaluate each week. What are weekly incremental goals that I can do to get to my end goal that change each week? Or what are incremental goals that I can reassess once in a while and that can allow me once I've achieved it to identify my next incremental goal to get to my end goal. I really hope that makes sense. I don't want to confuse you at all. But essentially all I'm trying to say is what is something small that you can do today that can be big tomorrow? So evaluate first what your goal is and then identify, start identifying the small goals. So how do you set incremental goals? First, be intentional. When you are setting a big goal for yourself, you obviously have a lot of intention of what you want. Now, when you're setting small goals to get to that end goal or those incremental goals, it can sometimes be difficult to be intentional with those because that really, although it is a part of your big goal, for you, it may not feel like that. <laughs> so continue to remind yourself what you are working towards and make those goals very intentional. What am I doing each day that's be repetitive and habitual actions that are getting me to where I want to be? Sorry, your girl needed a glass of water. I felt like I was starting to lose my voice there. So if you're someone who requires more discipline than identifying your goal and recognizing what your intentions are and starting to set incremental goals for yourself, if that seems too, not complex, but maybe you're thinking, okay, it's not that easy, Courtney. There's also a way that you can set incremental goals through the rule of five. So this first starts with choosing five specific things that will help you get to your end goal or even your incremental goal. So this can be something that you reevaluate once you have achieved those five things. And doing these five things don't have to result in the manifested goal, but should give you clarity on what you need to do next. And this is something that you can continue to reevaluate and reevaluate. For me, I am someone that if there's too much discipline, it's too difficult for me. And not to say difficult, but I think the easier, the better. And sometimes what I've said before in previous podcasts is as humans, 
and how our minds work, I think we try to make things more difficult than they need to be, especially if that was a way that we were raised. For me, I'm very much, how can I make things that seem hard for me easy? And essentially, how can I work smarter and not harder? So really getting around that is what's helped me to become consistent with things and give myself grace when sometimes I'm feeling what I'm doing is not manageable. And I reevaluate this to make it more manageable. So for example, I've given you my weight loss journey and how I've set incremental goals for myself to get where I am now. And this is something that even though I've reached my goal, pretty close to my goal now, I'm continuously working off this goal and setting new goals from my existing end goal. And this could be the same thing as for me, ever since I was very little, I wanted to live downtown Toronto. That was such a huge, huge, huge goal for myself. And it was something I knew that I was going to do. Now, when I was in college and I moved to Ottawa, I didn't really have moving to Toronto in mind, but it definitely was an end goal for me. It was something that was still there, but I continued to, okay, I moved to Ottawa and I started getting that city life, even though I was in a smaller city outside of Ottawa. And it was more just, these were my stepping stones to get where I wanted to be. So I went to college in Ottawa And then right before I graduated, I went to a seminar for university introductions, I guess, or orientations. And there was a university, and keep in mind, I had no intentions to going to university until I got to the end of college and was like, oh, what do I do next? I want to continue my education. So I thought, whatever, let's check it out. Now keep in mind, your girl was scraping her pennies during college. College was, let's just get from week to week and month to month. I did not have the money for university registration, but I was like, let's shoot our shot. Let's just go to this orientation. So there was a university that was offering free registration and it was just on the outskirts of it was in greater Toronto area but it was in the Durham region so if you're familiar with that area it's very much on the outskirts it's like 45 minutes away from downtown Toronto but I registered and behold I got into the college or the university And I was like, oh my gosh, we're moving to the greater Toronto area. And now downtown Toronto was always something that was in my mind. And if I hadn't gone to Ottawa and did my college there, who knows if I would have gotten to Toronto. So this definitely embodies having those incremental goals, trusting the universe and manifestation as well. So I got accepted to the university At the time, my boyfriend and I, we were very much open to moving to the Toronto area. So we were like, screw it. Let's do it. Let's move to what is referred to as Oshawa. It is, uh, it's a city in greater Toronto area, but definitely not my dream city. So we moved there. We had this basement apartment and it served its purpose. We were able to save money. 
because we were not downtown Toronto and then COVID hit. At the time, I was in my last semester of university when COVID was, it was, we were like halfway through COVID and our landlord told us that she was selling the house and we had 90 days to move out. So we were so lost in this, in what to do next, where are we going to go? And every time we had gone from Oshawa to downtown Toronto, there were these um, high rise condos. And every time we passed them, I would say to my fiance that we were going to live there one day. And that was going to be where we were going to live one day. And that was our, what I was manifesting. Now, it's so funny because the universe will always give you what you want or better. And so we were looking for condos. We were looking at apartments. We were hunting, but we weren't looking in downtown Toronto, which is so strange. I think it was mostly just we thought possibly we couldn't afford it. But at the time, because it was COVID, rent was so low everyone was moving out of the city and so forth. So anyway, we found a realtor that was offering free services to connect you with different apartments within the area and give you viewings of different condos and things like that. So we told him that we were interested in um, high-rise condos. So he actually, we went to a few different places and then it ended up that he brought us to the condos that we were constantly passing and I was saying we were going to live there one day. Now, like I said, the universe will give you something you want or better or something you desire or better. We were there and it was nice, but for the price, it was so small. And we were talking to him and we were saying that, you know, our dream is to live downtown Toronto. And he said, actually, I have a condo downtown that's actually less than this place, like price-wise, and it is bigger. And we were like, no way, no way, because it was within our budget. It was so perfect. It was everything we ever wanted, and we're living here right now. And that just goes to show that trust the process, remember your intentions, but also be open to reevaluating your goals because yes our our intentions were to live in that condo that we were constantly passing by but really if we had never gone to that condo we wouldn't be where we are now and where we were always manifesting to be which is in a high-rise condo in downtown Toronto so yes that was very it, it does embody this incremental goals a little bit off topic and I went on a bit of a tangent there but essentially what I'm trying to say is just trust the process Remember the end goal by taking the time to practice gratitude for all your little achievements. And that was reflected in, yes, we lived in a basement apartment. It was definitely not my dream location or residence. But every day I was practicing gratitude for where we were. And I was also recognizing where I wanted to be next. I was setting intentions and I was grateful for everything I had. And I think I know that without gratitude, life is so much harder and things honestly don't come as easy without that gratitude. Because when you appreciate the little things, the big things are so much bigger to you. 
All right. So other practices that you can incorporate while working towards incremental goals. If you want to embark on more of the manifestation side, which is definitely my side, so come on over. There are different methods you can use, including the 369 method. So this is where you set a goal for yourself, set an incremental goal for yourself, and make that incremental goal an affirmation. So, for example, every day, let's say, when we were living in that basement, an affirmation I could have used was, I'm so grateful to be living in a high-rise condo. Or I'm so grateful to be living in the condo I've always dreamed of. And having this affirmation, having an affirmation that feels strong to you and that resonates with you, it will constantly be a reminder for you and a goal that you want to work towards. Now, that was definitely the end goal for me. But being in that basement, that was my next goal for me because I was already in the Toronto area. And my next incremental goal was getting into a condo. Now, my end goal was being in a condo downtown. So I did definitely skip a few steps there. But that was my next incremental goal for me at that time. Now, by following the 369 method, this is where you use that information, no matter what that information is, if it relates to your career, if it relates to where you want to live one day, if it relates to your lifestyle, writing that three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, and nine times at night or before you go to bed. I would strongly suggest writing because this is where it connects that input in your brain and you're writing it down it has more intentions but if you don't have time to write it each time that's okay just saying it three times and then six times and then nine times is still effective but like I said I would suggest that you write it down and this really reinforces your intentions and attracts your desired reality because it's constantly something that's on your mind Next, like I said, is affirmations. Continue to expand your affirmations based on your incremental goal. So yes, when you're following a method like the 369 method, have that one affirmation that you're using. But really, when you're practicing your gratitude in the morning, like I always do, and I suggest that you try as well, include those affirmations as well. So For me, whenever I'm driving to work, that is when I practice my gratitude and I continue to say the things that I'm grateful for until I just can't think of anything else. And then I also include my affirmations there where I say, my body is strong. My mind and body are a temple. I am smart. I am educated. I own an empire. I continue to go on and on and on until I feel that though. Those things that I am saying are my reality. And that also includes really working towards believing that what you are desiring, what you desire is going to happen with every single cell and atom in your body. This is something you need to work towards because obviously as humans, there's always doubts in our mind. Our minds are... I feel like created like that. We always have fear that prevents us from really having the life that we desire and that we deserve. But when you really try to work towards, 
I believe with every cell, every atom, every being of me that what I desire is mine and it it is coming for me and that it is in my reality. Your manifesting journey and meeting your goals will be so much more seamless because that is there's no other option for you because you know that that is what's destined for you. So yes, work towards truly believing. And if it is a time-sensitive goal, there are different practices that you can look into more, like aligning your goals with the moon, as well as the 333 manifestation method. And this is for three days, you write your affirmation 33 times, and this improves your focus on achieving your goal. So yes, the 369 method is something that should be habitual for you, like we talked about having those incremental goals. And let's say that your goal is your spirituality and becoming a more spiritual person. This is such a great practice to have all of these, you know, bucket filling, setting incremental goals for yourself, trying new practices. And when you start with your spirituality, which is something that I started with, it made the journey so much more fun and seamless to where now I apply all those practices I've learned in every other aspect of my life. So again, to summarize, Follow those incremental goals, set achievable goals for yourself to reach that end goal. And if you want to include other practices that embody more of a spiritual aspect and that manifestation, you can check out the 369 method, aligning your goals with the moon, continue to practice gratitude and affirmations, work towards truly believing what you desire is coming on and with every single part of you as well as you could try the 333 manifestation method. So that is today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on setting those incremental goals and learning about how to take the stairs instead of relying on the elevator. It was such a pleasure as always. Please give me a rating and some feedback on whichever platform you are listening from. Show your girls some love. I would truly appreciate it. And as well as your questions are so openly accepted. I would love to do a weekly podcast where I talk about and answer your questions and we can really dive into one another's life and how we can improve together, which is always the goal. I really want to create a community where we are open to talk about anything under the sun and improve our lives together and as usual have those aha moments next week we are going to be talking about finding our life path we're going to dive much further into spirituality and understanding what our life path is in terms of an astrological aspect. So if that seems to pique your interest, come on and join. Essentially, my podcasts were posted on each Saturday, but I'm going to now be posting them on Tuesdays because based on my analytics, it is best to have them posted on Tuesdays to reach more people, and that is my intentions is... The more people it reaches, the more lives that are changing. So again, it was such a pleasure. I hope you all have an amazing week and we'll talk next week.